I'm so sleepy. <laughs> Me too. Okay, let's I'm do the actual podcast. Ready? Go! My name's Addie. That's Kelly. This is Emily. <laughs> I've never watched PLL before. <laughs> We've watched it multiple times, and we're Welcome. here to do it spoiler free. Welcome Woo-hoo! to podcast. We got shit to do. <laughs> Like for Halloween or something, can we do an introduction like that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay. Oh. Is there for a Halloween episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many Halloween episodes. Yes, every year oh. we should dress up, even though I know it's a podcast. But it's we like... should dress up and then film, like do a yeah, like a bonus content yeah. to film. Okay. Welcome to podcast, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly, and I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars, and Addie is experiencing the show for the first time. This week, we're discussing Season 1, Episode 9, The Perfect Storm. This episode was written by Oliver Goldstick and directed by Jamie Babbitt. The Perfect Storm originally aired on Tuesday, August 3rd, 2010. This is the one where the girls are trapped at school as a bad storm brews and the tension runs... This is the one where the girls are trapped at school as a bad storm brews and the tensions run high. Plus, Byron leans on Ashley for advice on parenting. Last week, Addie's predictions included uh, a double down on Mona. Mona. <laughs> Even though she isn't in that episode, uh, she was snotty at the beginning. <laughs> Maybe it's Spencer. Maybe it's Byron. Hey, these are entertaining predictions, not real ones. <laughs> Just because they're entertaining doesn't mean you don't truly believe them. But we can't forget uh, the entertaining part. <laughs> Addie also believes that maybe J- Jenna and Jason have a falling out, uh, and it would be cheap and ridiculous to have one of the girls be A. Also, she thinks in this episode, everything is going to come together for the perfect storm. Alrighty, um... I didn't copy and paste the previously on, so I'm just going to read it. Oh, okay. Uh, Since I have it on my notes, I just didn't copy it over. That's okay. Um, I think you read it last week, and I just didn't change it. I read it two weeks ago with Kelly last week. So it is me. Okay, so it is me anyway. Okay. So previously on, Wilden is looking in Toby's locker. Where is Toby? Copy of the bracelet. Uh, Let's get real in theory. Oh, my God. Okay. So in the previously on, Ezra says to Arya... Let's get real. In theory, we're worse together than we are apart. And I was just like, let's get real. In theory, like, why are you so fucking stupid for an English teacher? He's fresh out um, of college. Anyway, then I wrote, Lucas in all caps, Dad didn't leave, what the fuck? Allie's a fucking liar. The memorial got destroyed. Dun, dun, dun. And then, now we're here. We start in Spencer's kitchen with SAT prep. First things first, I just want to say this episode really hurt my eyes. Like, it was very hard to look at because it was so dark. Because the power was out everywhere, so everything was dark and hard to see. And the whole time, I just wanted to rip my eyes out of my head. I was going to ask you, because I looked up the zip code for Pennsylvania. (laughs) Me too! And it said kind of near, what, like Bakerstown? That's where it said it was near? It said Southeast Pennsylvania. Yeah, but it it was like right underneath. In west of Philadelphia, that whole county. Ca- boys. boys on the fucking first time most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all shooting some people outside of school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in the neighborhood. Got in one little fight, my mom got scared, said you move with your auntie, and I'm going that way. I wish you guys could see them dancing. 
that I've never seen an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Why is that what our podcast is about? <laughs> cancel it. That's shut why it down, I didn't Fresh join Prince. in. I got the song though. We've canceled Pretty Little Liars, the podcast. We're going to do a Fresh Prince podcast. A fresh, I just have to let you know I didn't have cable or anything growing up. All right. So. Back to Spencer's house. Yeah. So we were, we were, well, my question was, so we're in Kelly, Spencer's kitchen. in Pennsylvania, did you ever have tornado warnings down by you then? I was always curious because we, ju- there was just a tornado uh, and where Steph and the house Steph is moving into Jersey, right? No, Pennsylvania. Oh. The Lisette is in Jersey. Oh yeah, Steph and yeah, yeah, yeah. in Pennsylvania. So the house <gasps> that Steph is trying to buy, all of the babies. Oh my god! It, oh my god! Uh, or like hit down very close to it and like fucked up a bunch of the windows and stuff. So they can't buy the house yet because it's not like sellable at the moment. So she's really stressed. But so like that's like twenty minutes from my house. I, no, I was just curious because our area is kind of like really low or really high for t- tornado warnings. Well, that's I feel like we've it's we've had ones hit like twenty is, miles from my home, and it's like I'm from upstate New York, and it's super hilly there. But that's also been in more recent years yeah. where that's true. like my climate has been. Yeah, my like, exact town is very hilly. I live in Hilltown. <laughs> it's in our name. We are very hilly, but um. <laughs> Like nearby towns are less okay. hills. No, I was I was curious. We have a lot of trees, not necessarily. Because I wasn't sure. Like I remember when the Labor Day storm hit, and that was terrible. Senior year of high school? No, like when we were like three, oh. there was the big. Oh, oh that was up by me. Sorry, it's probably oh. by you. There was a nasty ass Labor Day storm. It tore down like. Oh my God! There was so much damage by us. Like our state, the New York State Fair did a special like video documentary type thing that year on it because the damage was so extensive like from the labor day storm damn i forgot That's about that interesting. but anyway i was just curious um if, if like they could have used say no tornadoes are serious but i wasn't sure if that was local to the area and now yeah. i know interesting yeah um so my first note is lol you don't need to know any words other than for the reason of getting into college Yes, accurate. <laughs> because that's true, but then also once you're in college, you don't need to know any of those words anyway, because I feel like I used none of those words in college. Yeah, the only word that I, like, specifically learned in high school to be, like, to sound smart that I still use now, I only use because I think it sounds funny, and it's only when I'm playing hangman, and the word is nictitate, and it means to blink. And who the hell cares, right? I almost but you always, use it for hangman. I almost always use it for hangman because I think it's a very funny sounding. And word. nobody's gonna guess that. Nobody's gonna guess nictitate. Um, I mean, now they will. Also, I've told my secrets to the world. My next but, note is Aria and Noel sitting in a tree. K i s s i n g. Because Hannah, that was the thing that she oh, wouldn't let go. Oh, that's what I wrote. She kept yeah. asking questions about it Noel was funny, and Aria. This week I, and I thought it was cute, but when also I, yeah, when I changed, I think Hera, or Hera, Hannah in general, is just very nosy. Like, she doesn't let anything die. I think, like, Hannah likes to know things. I, that's she why I think, things like, she likes, she, likes, she kind of likes to be the center of attention on a bad way, but she very much is replacing Allie in the sense where she knows everyone's with, secrets and wants to know them, versus Allie Hannah, was like, I'm gonna course I feel like you. with Hannah, it's less like wanting to know secrets and more just wanting to know information that people okay, are willing like, to share. I don't think she's evil or yeah. manipulative like with, about it. With Allie, it was very much like, I want to know the things that you're not going to tell anybody else. With Hannah, it's just like, I like to know things. Because knowing is best. Like, yeah, so like for her, it's just fun. For Allie, I, like, it was definitely calculated. I feel like that's the difference. Um, I wrote down. I wrote down their entire exchange. Hannah and Aria. I'm not looking for anything more than a friend. Why don't you have enough on Facebook? Besides, don't you want someone? Uh, don't you want someone real? Someone you can I don't know scratch and sniff. 
If you guys ever describe my I'm, love life as scratching and sniffing someone, I'm going to punch you in the yeah, ass. Yeah, I was just like, embroider I'm definitely married. Scratch and sniff. I was like, I'm definitely married, and we don't scratch and sniff right? anything. Right, like I have never scratched like, and sniffed. Addie's got a very Corey. serious boyfriend. There's no scratching and sniffing going like, on. Maybe for maybe once we hit seven years in September, maybe the scratch and sniff opens up. But I hope um, not. So we're in Spencer's kitchen. Uh, Hannah and... We're still in Spencer's yeah. fucking Hannah's kitchen. Hannah's being a little pushy. Yeah. Yeah. But Hannah, then Arya starts being pushy towards Spencer, like, what's going on with oh, Alice? Well, that's and the then thing. she's like, don't say it, my mom's here. Well, but like, that's the thing is, Spencer's like, ooh, I can't talk about boys. My favorite thing, though, in the Because, like, she looks like, like they, she wants to talk about a boy. But then, mm -hmm. like, I know this jumps, like, a couple scenes, but when they get to the school, my first reaction was she sees Alex, she starts hardcore making out with him despite mom, mom in the school! Yeah! Like, you know your mom hasn't left yet! To, like, hush. Yeah. Mom can't know. Well, let me suck his face. Like, okay. And then Arya yeah. has to, like, smack her to be like, bitch, your mom is coming back. This is Alex. And oh. then mom was awkward. And my initial yeah. reaction was, oh my god, mom kissed Alex. Oh, oh my god, mom boned Alex. And I was like, oh, I thought, no, no more adults having, like, before, relations with kids. Before I remembered what the, like, end of the episode was with mom and Spencer, my first reaction was, oh my god, mom did something, like, shitty to get herself on the bitch board, and she felt guilty about it. Oh, like, I to the negative uh, that they did uh, things. Mine, mine was, uh... Like, Spencer's mom sees them together. What the hell's going on there? And then I was, oh shit, I think I just remembered. But what I remembered was not what actually happened. Um, I also have mom's quote from the kitchen at the beginning. God, I miss food. Eat some butter for me. Like, why? <laughs> That's such a poor, like, thing to share with your children. So I had, like, I got lucky. And I had, like, a safe space to just kind of be whatever versus having to be perfect and like spencer's mom at the end of the episode mentions like our family like is not good with imperfection so like this like her mom had a lump removed from her breast and she didn't even rely on she her partner her husband, like she didn't rely on her spouse like that's what a spouse yeah. is for like that's the person that you can lean on the most a significant other for something like that so the fact that like she even kept it a secret from him is very telling of their family dynamic and how like toxic it is for the kids relationships with themselves and with people like i got really lucky like for me my like my mom was my therapist like yeah. I, like i wouldn't ever consider my mom my best friend because she was always my mom first and foremost she was always my mom but like i could bounce anything off of my mom and she would she would give me, like, real advice or to the best of her ability real advice. Like, I never got special treatment or anything from her. Versus, like, Spencer, she couldn't tell her mom even that she was dating Alex, Alex until her mom mentioned, oh, this is the reason Alex and I were awkward. I really enjoy Ale how Alex handled it, though. Like, yeah. knowing something about someone being like, no, like... It's not that I don't care about you. It's not that I don't think it's important that you know. It's just that I know it's. It's more not important. my thing to tell. Yeah, it's not, I know it's more important for it to come from your mom. Yeah. Mm. Well, and the other thing too is like, it bugged me that Alex was awkward this whole episode, and like I get like writing wise, you need the drama of some kind, but like, uh, I also get why he was awkward. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like, a logical. It's way a that logical. Would yeah. Respond. It's like, oh, your mom hasn't told you. It's not my thing to tell, but I know a thing. So, like, anybody I feel like would be awkward. Any normal person would be awkward in that situation. Oh, yeah. And, and so, like, it's it's fair. Also, Emily buried something. My, my first note for Emily, I was like, she's dirty. What'd she bury? <laughs> oh, my God. Mine is, Emily is dirty. What? What did Emily bury? <laughs> Mine is just Emily runs in her room covered in mud. A message? Okay, I w also, though, when she came back to school and her shoes were just wrecked beyond belief, but she was, like, so clean. 
I was like, girl, what are you doing? You should never know. tell me you except don't your up, shoes. You don't own other shoes. I was like, yeah, change your shoes. You know someone's um, going to ask you, like, why are you so dirty? Because it's freaking whatever this town is called. So Rosewood. Then, so then we show up at school, and I wrote in all caps, Alex, stop. You're so cute. And then mom's uncomfortable. And then, oh, my God, Weldon, why the fuck are you sharing yeah. information? I just wrote, why is she all over Alex in front of her mom? Oh, yeah, Wilden, I was like, Everything shit. with Wilden was a mess this episode. Wilden makes me so mad. Wilden is canceled. So I wrote fucking useless. Shat- I hate him so I know. much. I wrote Shattered Tile, Broken Bench, 101, Ruining the SAT. I don't know what the 101. Oh, LOL, not 101. Oh, oh. Excuse me. I wrote LOL. Oh. I thought it said 101. 101. Like, the I mean, we're on the 101 North. <laughs> Everything about Wilden in this episode makes me so angry. And then finally, Spencer's mom, who's a lawyer, is like, You can't question minors without an yep. adult. Yeah, I hear that's why I was like, At First least off, Spencer's when, mom gets oh, it that they're minors. Right before Spencer's oh. mom comes in, he's fucking outing a teenage girl. He, oh my god, in front my of all of her fucking friends after he oh. snooped in her bag and is now questioning them. My like, notes. Oh my god. My notes in that scene are so angry. Like, how dare you fucking out another human being, regardless of age, regardless of implications. Yeah. How dare you out a human being in front of other people? Like, if it was just him and yeah. Emily, and, and he was, like, arguing with her about her sexuality. Yeah. That's one thing. That's still fucked up. Forcing like, her to out herself to her best friends when she's not ready for it. Like, she wasn't even ready for Hannah to know. Yeah. And she's already dealing with A, forcing Hannah to know about her sexuality. Yeah, it's some fucked the up shit that The fact that she now has to tell um, Aria and Spencer, Spencer about her sexuality without her permission. Oh, it's just so awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilden sucks. Oh, Moral I, of the story. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I do like, he has a great line, though, when he's talking to Emily about Toby. He asks if she has talked to Hobie because he's been seen alive. And Emily's like, no, I haven't seen him. Like, I don't know where he is. And Wilden just goes, check your basement. Oh, I know. I wrote that yeah! too. I was like, check your basement. Check your basement. <laughs> like, what? Is he, like, crawled up her ass? Like, what is that? Like, now is it a euphemism for something? Is he living in her oh, basement? Like, no, he's just living in her basement. Oh. And it's... Oh, it's so, oh, so funny weird. to me. Okay, so here's the thing. I want to throw this out there. The actor that plays Wilden might be lovely, and he has his own podcast, so I'd love to interview him for this. <laughs> but, like, Wilden is awful. Yeah, fuck This has Wilden. nothing to do with the actor. Because I'm sure the actor is a lovely man, so whatever. Here's the thing. He plays so a shit-ass character. Addie and I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. And the guy that played... Joffrey in Game of Thrones stopped acting because of the way people were treating him because his character was so awful. I would like everybody out there just to be aware that I understand the difference between the human that's playing a character and the character on the TV because I think that gets lost. Like with the way with the way that we celebrity worship. Oh I think god. that gets lost. Like an orange is the new black. Beckett. Oh my god. Like a human being can be a decent person and play an awful character. Yeah. Like that I just I would like everyone to understand that like just because we think Wilden is awful doesn't mean that the human being that plays Wilden is awful. And if you ever see him on the street, please don't be mean to him. Unless he's legitimately awful. Like, <laughs> Which we have no way of knowing. I have no way of knowing. Until, well then, sir, you come and hang out with us on our podcast. Yeah, I Love just... You, bye. I just, I, like, I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed because it's a thing that's not often yeah. treated in the right way. Um, people suck. That is the model of that story. Um, Emily's panicking because she's got something to hide. Apparently. Yeah, so she's like, really going why through is, it. I was like, why is Emily at the shrine? And then... And there's photos of her just crying in the shrine that Wilden has and pulls up. Uh, yeah. Wilden sucks. Wilden's... The I like how Wilden was there, like, <sighs> spying on her. And well, photos. I don't know if he... I don't well, know if he took the pictures or if he received I guess, like, in that moment, it's... 
seemed like it was willed and just when he was like, huh, I knew where she was. But then he but bring I realized, that up initially. No, he, he oh, did yeah, say, like, I'm sure it could be. I, he did say they got them to the precinct. So it's very possible that someone else said But it's also in. like the way he obsesses over yeah. these teenage girls. I it's very. Put it past him to fucking like. Just follow them around. Put, a, put like an area or a perimeter around that uh, oh, memorial like, to be like, look, Emily's here. Yeah. I also, Emily was a little rude when she came back to school. She was a little rude. Yeah, well, she yeah, was well, the fact that, like, the fact that she's like, yeah, we were all together last okay. night. Okay. And then she was a bitch to her friends who just covered for the her. The minute, well, because yeah. Aria was the one who was like, oh, yeah, we were all together last night. I'm like, Aria, you're always the cautious one. Why are you now lying to the police? Like, what are you doing? Because she's got her friends back. I want yeah. to the police for you. No, well, I mean, I know that, but, like, Aria's been... I would have seen Hannah saying that, I guess, a little bit more than Arya. Because Arya's been so forward-thinking of, like, yeah. we Arya's shouldn't tell anyone about like, this. Don't like, say this, or we should say that. Yeah, or, like, she's yeah. always kind of been, like, thinking a few steps ahead versus Aside your typical. Aside like, her and Fitz's weird relationship, she's yeah, that's been very she, careful. She's been cautious, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the one note I have for Arya, like, early in the episode is her saying to Ella... Just because you were ready for this doesn't mean I am. Yeah. I, I wrote and I that think I that's was, a very mature statement I was, for a teenager. I was really proud of how she stood up to Ella because it wasn't in a nasty way. Yeah, she's not comfortable being at mom's new apartment because mom left and she wasn't ready for mom and dad to be separated. Yeah. I, I, I'm I gave significantly her angry. At Byron and Ashley for treating this like, oh, no big deal, whatever. Especially Byron. And, okay. Byron what I, what I like he really should be the victim. Got, like, what yes, the fuck? That's where I was like, <laughs> leave Hannah's mom alone. I said, he's so whiny. But what really pissed me off is when he's saying, you know, when you're with someone for so long, and then all of a sudden... It's not there. Like, you're yeah, over. And, and I was like, it's not all of a sudden. And he's you complaining were about being a single parent. And I'm like, like, bitch, you chose this. Yeah, like, like you Ella slept with with you could your, have left. Right, too. like, he slept with his student. This wasn't all of a sudden their relationship was over. He actively chipped away at it for so long, and now he's dealing with the consequences. And, like, he's the one that was like, I'm not going to fucking leave. So Ella was like, fine. You're not gonna leave. We can't be together. I'm gonna leave. Like he's acting like Ella's the one that cheated and moved out and got kicked out or whatever. Well, that, that's the other thing. And where it's like, he's such a victim. Like he tries to play the victim so much, where he's like, "I've screwed up this marriage. I've stepped out." But she's not trying, so she's the yeah, bad like, person, and I'm yeah. being left behind. And that's I can never like sympathize with that any way shape or form like i can empathize briefly being like it's sad if someone you like, love leaves you but it sucks that he's doing this on his own but what but it's not like the thing that's annoying but is you, that it was his your choice you made your yeah. bed now lay in it exactly like you lie with the dogs you get fleas like this is your situation you caused it you didn't have to sleep with your student you didn't have to force your daughter to keep it a secret. Like, this is something that they could have worked through early on. But, yeah. like, Ella's not finding out until it's coming from an anonymous source a year, over a year after it happened. At, like, after the fact that they went on a sabbatical because he was separating himself from this because Aria happened to find out. Like, the sabbatical would have never happened if Aria wouldn't have caught them. Yeah, also, like I wonder how long this was going on before Arya found out. Exactly. I would assume about at most a year, because she was a student. So like, she's not going to be a student for longer than a semester or two. Yeah, or maybe a few months. Good point. Good point. Yeah, but still, it was just like, oh. I just don't get like I can. If you're miserable in your relationship, I just don't get why you step out. Yeah, just or leave. Like, yeah, that's my thing. I'm like, don't lead someone else on to believe your relationship is still perfect. Or not perfect, but strong, 
trustworthy. Right, like if and there's shit to work through, work through. Work and through it's it, also, yeah. Well, that's the thing, like, no relationship just comes naturally. There's always gonna be work. Because um, I think Gomez wrote a song that it does come naturally, <laughs> so I don't know if I believe you, but alright. I think some of the issue, though, too, is that, like, that exact thing is, like, a lot of people take it as oh, well, two people fall in love and it's natural and forever, when in actuality, like, it's two people choosing to be together. Relationships are work. And the fact that, like, Byron is acting like, oh, well, Ella and I were together because we were young and destined to be together is just, like, it's irritating. Because it's like, if you choose to step out, you're choosing to not participate in that relationship. Amen. <laughs> yep. Byron sucks. Moral to that damn yeah. story. Definitely rough. Um, Mona bought Hannah's bag. And so Luke, that was And Lucas and Hannah have an inside joke for a couple of scenes, and I fucking love it. At the end of the episode, Hannah calls him her friend. She, he keeps thanking her, and she's just like, you don't have to thank me. Like, I'm your friend. Of course I did this for you. Oh, I love that. Melts my um, fucking heart. Also, Mona mentioned her birthday. So, like, Mona's not been in, Mona's been in, like, three episodes, but her birthday is a big deal. Okay, I, I thought yeah. she was like, I registered at SACS. I'm like, who yeah, registered for, for their birthday? birthday? Hold on. The helicopter's should make. Wee wee wee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mona registered at Saks. Like, who registers for their birthday? No, oops. One I was like, where is the nearest? I'm gonna start Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Well, and the fact that like, I'm sorry, but really. if, but if I thought maybe King of Prussia. Oh my God, maybe. But I if, forgot King of Prussia existed. Okay, but if Mona had to work to be popular and, like, steal to be glamorous the way she is, why does she think registering at Saks is an option? Oh, my God. Because Jeez. now she has rich friends. Duh. I guess. Whatever. Emily, have you learned nothing from me? You find rich friends, and then they pay for your shit. Do you have any rich friends that pay for your shit? No, but I will. <laughs> um... I also have Wilder Go the Fuck Away, Jesus Christ, written down. All of my notes about Wilder are all caps with exclamation points and very angry. We got the A message that they're going to lose Emily, and so all of them, like, freak out. Yeah. Um, Mona gets embarrassed that she bought Hannah's bag. Uh, I ate that shit up. Because mm-hmm. I was like, bitch, like, you think you know everything. And she's like, oh, I did it as a goof. Nobody calls it a goof. Well, and, like, that's someone, like... She's a goof. The same way Hannah's like, that's not the original handle. It's the same way, like, in the nerd girl sphere where someone's like, oh, you're a fake nerd girl because you don't know that. Like, that moment is something very real that I felt only because it's, like, just because I didn't know a fact, someone accused me of not, like enjoying a comic or a TV show or something. Yeah. So, like, I, like, it's one of those moments, though, where it, it feels like, okay, this is exposing Mona as pretending to be popular, pretending to be rich. Right. Because she doesn't understand that this wasn't the actual handle for this bag or whatever. Um, so I thought that was interesting. We talked about the tornado watch because we agreed that tornadoes can happen in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so we go back to ha- Ashley's house and... Fuck Byron. Um, all of my notes are in all caps. Oh my God, Byron, stop playing the fucking victim. No slack. How dare you be nice to him. Also, I think Noel is very cute in this episode. Noel is cute all the time. But I really... I have a lot of, like, back-and-forth ADD notes because I was sitting at Starbucks. Mom and, and Byron, Mama Marin and Byron were having a moment in the dark, and she says something to him. Oh, he asks, like, do you know why Ella left? And she goes, yes. And he goes, does everyone and know? And does everyone know? And she's and like, like, yeah. She's like, yeah. She just, like, nods or whatever. And then she says something along the lines of, like, 
Um, I don't pick sides. Yeah, she goes, I don't pick sides. I know that things are not, are never black and white. And then shortly after, within like the next 30 seconds, he says something about a Moroccan place. And he goes, help me make sure I don't eat all of the goat. And she goes, I've been there. They do a very good goat. And I laughed for at least four minutes about it. So my notes, my notes in that scene was, I don't take sides. That's fine. Don't take sides. He's still a dick. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about picking sides. It's about he stepped out on a relationship. Like, as far as we know, at least in Mama Marin's relationship, he broke up with her and yeah. then started dating someone else. As, yeah. Like, as far as we've learned, and I'm saying this only because I don't remember literally anything that develops in Mama Marin's relationship with her ex-husband. So, like, it's very possible that later in this series, we learn that he was cheating prior, but, like... Not that I recall. Right. As far as, like, Hannah's mom is concerned, she got broken up with. Byron fucking chose to continue the relationship and cheat. That's two very different things. Like, it's not about choosing sides. Like, you don't have to be on Ella or Byron's side. But, like, don't be acting like he did anything correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, like, in, and this was more a note for the writers than anybody else. Like, don't make Byron a sympathetic character because he's not. Um, And then I wrote, Ashley, don't go on a date with him. Holy shit. Because they're talking about going to the Moroccan place together. And they both realize it's a bad idea. When the lights come back on. And they back out of it. But it's like, bro. You are literally You're not even divorced from this woman. You're separated. You're only a couple weeks separated at most. And your daughters are friends. And you live across the street from each other in a small town. Like, nothing is a secret. A small town where... Hannah's mom has already slept with the police detective. And at this point, they've established that everyone knows that Byron cheated on Ella. So, like, you can't... Like, you can't pretend that you're... You going on a date would be... Normal. An okay thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And especially to date your daughter's friend's mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not like both of them grew up with single parents and they were like, let's get our parents together. Right. Like every parent talk movie I've ever seen. Or every Hallmark movie or every DCOM yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, also, right before that scene where they're like, um, we're, so Ashley's talking about going to see Transformers 2 by herself after the split up, like, it was a mutual split or whatever. So before that conversation, that's when Aria and Noel are like singing together, playing guitar. Oh, I love which that is so Noel asked cute. Her to take on it, uh, he asked her to take her on a date, but not mm-hmm. a date date, just a fun date. And then he asked, okay, a different sport a, or a different game, a different season. A hockey. And then he goes hockey, and then he immediately goes, no, girl, girl, like hockey. hockey. What am I doing? <laughs> um, but f- of course, Fitz walks in at that fucking moment when they're about to kiss. Like, after Arya was singing to a song that reminded her of her parents together, and, like, Noel was being cute, like, Fitz, of course you show up and ruin everything between her and a guy that, like, is appropriate for her. Yeah. He's just soaking wet. And I'm, like, seriously rooting for Arya and Fitz, but I'm mad about it. (laughs) No, Arya and Noel, man. That's where my... Also... Also, so in the previously on, I mentioned that Fitz was like, let's be real, in theory, which are two very contradictory things. He says, I never left. I was in New York. New York is not Philadelphia. You Mm. left. Yeah, New York is far away, sir. Bitch, you were gone for days. New York is not Pennsylvania. You left. What do you mean I never left? Um, I spent, and then Arya says, I spent days thinking about you, like. I hope so. In. He was only gone for days. He was gone for days, but, like, in high school, days is a big deal, like. Um, and then, uh, Hannah defends Lucas. Oh. Okay, that right Uh there, I wrote for Hannah's note, 
I just wrote, go shut Mona's shit down. I love Mona that, is so nasty. I love that Hannah is very aware of like who she is and where she was. Yeah, um, that that's makes a good me, way to phrase it. That makes me very like. That's one of those things where like the celebrities that are nice to interact with, I've noticed are the kind of people that realize, like, I was you, and I have this privilege. It's the people that are aware of their privilege. Yep. So Hannah is aware of her privilege. And yes, it sucks that she's aware of her privilege because her best friend was a pile of garbage, a.k.a. Allie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mona because she's also a pile of garbage. Yes. But, But, like, Hannah... Hannah is aware of her privilege because of Allie. Yeah. So the fact that Hannah is aware of her privilege, she's more understanding of people that... That are different. Are from different, like, different groups, different whatever. And Hannah's back in the the poor category because of the drama with mom with the money. So like yeah. Hannah, Hannah is like that's why she's selling things. I remember. Right, that. Hannah's on this border though of being privileged and being not because in any second when she runs out of money, she's not going to be able to keep up the facade anymore. Yeah, and so Hannah's like on this border where she understands Lucas, and Lucas is and has always been a good guy. And Hannah appreciates that and And I also think that. it's the first person that likes Hannah for truly Hannah. for Hannah. From A to B, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, even though Sean is sweet, Sean... We Sean likes seen, old Hannah. Right. We have seen Sean doesn't like fat Hannah. He doesn't like fat Hannah and he doesn't like changing Hannah. What is it, hefty Hannah? Hefty Hannah. He doesn't like yeah. Hannah as she's growing into a new person. Cause, because we saw the flashback where... Sean wasn't going to go to the party because Hannah was there. Sean was going to go to the party because Allie was there. Right. Jerk. So, like, Lucas is the first person that knows Hannah from all angles and is still friends with Hannah. So, uh, I appreciate, though, that she, like... Because there was a point where Mona said something and, like... She looked at Lucas and kind of shrugged, and Lucas walked away. And then later, she like really defends him. So she knows where it's really important. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, Emily's letter. They all left Emily in the library. Okay, that confused me. How did they all not notice that there was another child? Also confused me afterwards is when they reunite and Emily was like, "Oh, I didn't hear the announcement." I'm like. You were, you were two bookshelves away. I guess she, she was like daydreaming and thinking. She about... She was lost in the flashback. But also, yeah, I'm sorry. I like what school is going to in an emergency not double check to make sure everybody from the library is out? Like they would leave. Like, it's su- it's like, such a there small would be amount one adult of... that sweeps the entire and library. And it's a small amount of kids, you know. Yeah, like, they're only t- it's junior year taking the SAT. Well, and everybody checked in. They should have a list. Right, that's. Uh, that yeah. was ridiculous. So the fact that they left Emily in the library is awful, but Emily's got that letter, and then there's the Great Expectations flashback mm-hmm. with Pip and all that. And I really, in that moment, I really like Allie, where she's giggling over the names in Great Expectations. Yeah. Like, something about that is like, man, if Allie was like this the whole time, I could really love her as a character. I got she was so adorable. mad because she says to Emily, you should let me braid your hair sometime. And the tone in which she says it, I'm like, you're such a goddamn fucking tease. You know Allie likes you. The tease and the leading on stuff I don't like. It was just specifically the moment where Emily's like, why are you laughing? And she's like, oh, Pip and Mr. Like Wigglesworth and whatever the names are, like yeah. it's not gonna st- stick with me because it's been so long since I've read Great Expectations. I've read Great Expectations. Oh, uh, I was so supposed to and I didn't. Want- She's just mean. Yeah, she yeah. is mean. Ugh. 
And then when and it's so bad, and it goes back to the flashback of them in the, in locker, the locker room, and it's just, oh my god, and like I'm sorry, but like if I was interested in you, I'd drop trowel, like drop a towel in front of you. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't interested in you, I would turn my back to you, drop the towel, and put a bra on. Like yeah. She's just everything like she was she's, doing. She's was so dangling delicious. a carrot in yeah. front of Emily, like for sure. And then at the end to say, um, like you're just practice for me until I and get to, to the be real so thing. Mad. Like you were, you were actively like, leading trust her me. On. I'm yeah. only practicing. Oh, such a like that. People oh, like so, that are awful. So upsetting. Um, and then someone took Emily's bag. Yes, of course they did. Also, Fitz and Ella in the, in the emergency dark. closet. I they were going to kiss. I thought so, too. I was like, dude, you can't bone your her daughter and then bone her. That's I not... thought it, though, it was really touching it was how so Ella cute, was so asking awkward. Ezra a bit, like, if you notice Arya's being affected. And I like yeah. Ed. Well, and I think Ezra, it kind of puts in perspective, though, for Ezra, though, how much, like, Arya has kept the relationship a secret. She's been respectful and like mom's yeah. normal. Arya's going through that, like, actual problems. For him that like I think it humanized Arya a bit more in his mind versus Because he was complaining about like, oh if A knows then B and C knows. Like this puts it in perspective like oh Arya is keeping things a secret. And she also is like, being mature about Arya's this going through shit situation. That her mom yeah. is so worried about or she's yeah. asking his her teacher, yeah. which I like, I mean, in a small town, makes sense. But and then also, right. like, as a toddler, uh, I had a bunch of notes about like, ha ha ha. Um, she's asking if she's engaged in the material. Like, yeah, of course she's yeah. engaged. Like, yeah. So I have a lot of like inappropriate like. I thought it was adult she admires lol I think it gave like because despite Ezra knows what's going on with Arya's parents I think this was like the wake up call to him that Arya's going through shit her parents are her separated shit sucks the mom's moved out and she's worried about Arya like Ezra thinks the most important thing in Arya's life is him dating Arya and this is the moment where he realizes that like, she's got other shit. She's happening. a person. She's yeah. She's beyond just the student that he's dating. It's not just like, oh well, I can tell all my friends that I'm dating a teacher. Bless you. Thank you. Um. I I thought it was. Um, I also like that mom is checking in on Arya, and like. Mom says something about when Arya freezes you out, like you could die of frostbite. Yeah, and Fitz like wants to agree so hard oh. and doesn't say anything. But I feel like at I the same so time, funny. though, Fitz has been the one that's frozen Arya out. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Because I think he's worried that because of all of his freezing, he will become frozen. Oh yeah, but yeah. I just I like I loved how the mom was like when you when she freezes you out, like it's so cold, and I think. Yeah, it's, it's I think like, you took oh. it as kind of like a warning. And also, I also and, but then also a reality check of, you know, he up and left them, and it he was, didn't resolve anything with her. And right, and it was like, also very much like a boyfriend, like a new boyfriend having a conversation with mom, even though mm-hmm. she didn't know he was the new boyfriend. It was very much like, if I would have, in, like, the first time I introduced Elbe to mom, or you introduced Corey to mom, it was very much like the awkward <laughs> conversation where the boyfriend wants to be on both people's sides. Yeah. Oh, like, I want to win mom's... This? Win mom over, but, like, also I need to side with my girlfriend. So, Corey met my family at Thanksgiving, my freshman year of college. And the next time I came down to his house was, I want to say, in, like, December. So, in his room on the floor, there was this sheet of paper that was, like, a Google sheet printed out of, how to impress your girlfriend's mother. And it was like <laughs> 10 steps. And I remember, I brought it up to I was like, so I saw this on your desk. And I, and like, I, to me, I was like, this is the cutest thing ever because my mom is very hard to impress. But it was just like, 
that like he googled that and he was like my mom did it my mom did that and she printed out all these things but that was the only print out there and i was like you did oh. this <laughs> like it was just so cute because oh. i was like he heeded my warning yeah, you tried. That's very sweet. So the next note after Fitz wants to agree, like, very mom and daughter's boyfriend conversation was adult she admires in quotes. Ha 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 ha. Admires naked is more like it. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Gross. Um, then uh, Hannah thinks uh, that Maya and Emily was Maya's secret. So the reason that, like, Emily didn't come over to study was because she was with Maya. Right. So that's what Hannah thinks is, like, Which the big secret. I forgot in my mind that Hannah was the only one that knew about Emily and Maya. So, like, her being, like, going up to Emily and being like, you can trust the other girls. Like, they're not going to think anything of you. Like, it's cool. I really appreciate that because it was, like, Hey, like, just a reminder, I haven't said shit to anyone that you haven't yep. wanted me to say, but also, I think it would be okay if you said it. Like, she's supporting Emily in whichever way she wants to go, and she's reminding her of that support. Right. And I just thought that was very nice. I like Hannah a lot more. Hannah does a really good job of go being, on. like, a supportive friend. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, that Maya wasn't here to take the SAT. Is she not in 11th grade? She, I think, is the same age, but, like, when I took this... It's also possible that Maya didn't make it in time for the storm warning. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I think it's awful that I don't think Wilden stole Emily's bag. Oh, I think he moved it. I think, 100%, I think, I think he moved it. I, I think, think A moved oh, it. Oh, see, see yeah. the thing is, I Oh, my God, is Wilden A? Is that your prediction? Well, no. I'm writing it down. No, it's not a prediction. What? That was you putting words in my mouth. <laughs> so, I think no, that I, someone, I think that's, that A may have moved her bag so that she couldn't find it. But I, I don't think the Wilden, way I'm, I don't think Wilden's no, that sneaky. He's I awful think, at being a cop. No, I think he is though, because he's been stalking them, following them. He know he's try he grabs he's, her bag. He's not when they're sleeping. Okay, and but, but, when but hold on, wait, wait, wait. But this is serious. How, in all seriousness, how would he have known it's Emily's bag if the bag was just moved somewhere else? Whatever. He was looking through all the. Bags. I know, but there. No, he wasn't. Everybody he else had their bags. He was through every bag that was there. No, he wasn't. Everyone had their bags. No, I mean every bag that was left in the library. No one left their bags. Everybody else Emily had did. Bags. Only Emily. So right, so he looked through every bag that was in the library. Oh, my God. But anyway, how could he, any conclusion have come to that it is definitively her bag? It's a school bag. Well, he got the bag and the note together. It doesn't matter. But They're like, all friends. It doesn't, I mean, I, that's, I mean, why, that's like, okay. why 100%. Well, is a shit cop, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, say that's why I he assumes he that it's Emily's bag because the note. Well, no, that's why I think he was the one that moved it. But also, in Wilden's, in Wilden's defense, not like I would ever defend Wilden, he has pictures of Emily destroying the memorial. The memorial thing the memorial pieces were in Emily's bag, and there was a note that was from Emily to Allie, like, okay, all But together. at the same time, I still think that was Wilden moving Circumstantial. I still it's all circumstantial. I know, like, Everything would get thrown out in a court of law, exactly like Spencer's mom said. But from at this point, A would have have to have been in the library to send those texts to Could the girl. That, oh, again, Mona, but listen... And Wilden is going to search the locker. Like that's Maybe what Alex is in. No, it's, he's not. But Wilden Ready wants. Down. That's Emily's prediction. It's not mine. But Wilden is the one searching locker, so he's not in the library. The bag gets moved. I think it's Wilden in there. Once they hear the evacuate, like kids or whatever I, they I do. I don't disagree with you. I, I think, think it's one hundred percent Wilden because. To have they to definitive well, he's gonna have well, he's gonna have to say if he wants to somehow. Despite Spencer's mom is like, none of this will hold up in a court of law, which is true. He would have had to like definitively had to spy on Emily to be like, that's her bag. She left it there. It's in a public space. I can get it because if she le if it was just moved and randomly put on the table and he's looking through it and they come back, 
He's like, whoa, 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 Emily, here we go. Like, that's a little, that's more wishy-washy. I think he's a shitty cop, but he's 100% been stalking No, them. I think he's decided that one of them is guilty. Oh, and yeah. he's going to keep framing them until yeah. one of them He's just going to pick them apart. That's why I just think he's my, been the one, like, going out notes, of his way. My notes for the entirety of this scene are, uh, let's see. Someone stole Emily's bag. What the fuck? He's still here. What even is he doing? Goddamn. Wilden has photos of Emily at the memorial. Wilden's the literal worst. And he forced Emily to come out not on her terms. Wilden is the literal worst cop in the universe. Lawyer mom. Go mom. Thank God. Fuck you, Wilden. I've never been angrier at Wilden than I am at this moment. I I wrote. (laughs) I was like... How did it take nine episodes for a parent to finally question him? And I get how the kids have been like, let's not talk about A. But I'm like, if your friend was mur- or your friend disappeared, it's a year later, they find out it's a homicide. And, and the detectives. You about it, I would tell my parents. Oh my gosh. That's I would have gone home and been like, there's a detective at my school asking me questions about Allie's disappearance. We have but also, own- it's possible that, like, not that, like, people don't know laws, but, like, it's possible that Spencer's mom is the first one that really was like, oh, minors can't be questioned without an adult. But that's also, it. like, that's a very, um... Because that's not necessarily something I would have known. Well, that was, like, we had an issue in my seventh grade year where there was a party that with alcohol, underage kids, and a parent was there. And somehow it became a school issue. So the school and the athletic director started interviewing all the kids about it with a police officer. And that's not, like, the school knows that's not allowed. But they were doing it anyway without parents there, without a lawyer present. And that's it, like. Maybe the school was thinking, like. No, this, no the, the way it all turned out. It was my friend's mom. The way it turned out. It, but was, I mean, it I mean, was not a positive situation. It was a very nasty. But I'm thinking, my thoughts are the school thinks that they are the adult for the student. They're not, though. That's But legally, right, they but know like, they're not. Yeah. That's the problem. And they're just allowing this to happen. And it's, again, it's not, yeah, like, it's not really Well, that's the school. thing. We've been arguing this since day one, is Wilden shouldn't be questioning these girls. Twice. Like, so why did this take Hannah's, nine episodes to be dealt with? Hannah's had so many interviews interviews with just Wilden, and nobody has said anything. So at least finally, uh, Spencer's mom is stepping in. Yep, Hannah's I wrote, mom. at least Spencer's mom gets the minors. Thank yeah. you. Like, that was a huge, because it's just so stupid. Stupid, but like if and it makes me so angry that Wilden just forced Emily to come out. Yeah, like, Wilden is like, I Fuck have this letter. Do you want to tell them or should I? And it's like, bitch, that's not your shit to tell. And just because Emily was pissed at Allie, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that she, she needs to, to come her. out to her friends. Like, yeah, like I can be pissed at my friends without having to be a lesbian. Like those are two well, no, distinct well, feelings well, I'm thing. allowed to He's have. He's going to try and destroy every bit of credibility, embarrass them so they admit to something, and that's why that's thankfully awesome. Spencer's mom comes in. There was a bug that I just crashed. Oh, but but like Kelly asked if it was a bed bug, and it was too big to be a bed bug. But it's thankfully, like a earwig or something. Ooh. Yeah. Who cares? But thankfully, I Spencer's dead. mom comes in and is like, no, you're doing the wrong... Like, you can't be doing this. Yeah. I'll face you in court. Like, if you... And that's... Well, and thank God Spencer's mom's a lawyer because at least they have, like, some backing in this. So they finally found out that they're not going to have the SAT today after Wilden is a dick and mom, sh- like, shoves it in his face. So they fu- they don't have to take the test, thank goodness. Because I at this point, if I was one of those four girls, I would not have gotten any good score on my SAT. Oh no, um, my SAT already sucked. So our SATs. That's what I was gonna say about Maya not taking SAT. Is like they they offered it like six or eight times throughout the year. In various <laughs> schools in the nearby area, so mm-hmm. like. I took my first SAT 
I took it at a stupid time, let me tell you. I took it without any warning whatsoever in October my junior year because my brother was taking his and my parents were like, oh, we'll just sign you up too and didn't tell me until Friday night happens and I'm like, I'm going to go out. And they're like, no, you're not. You're taking the SATs. And then I took it again for real uh, after the day of my senior prom. No, the day of my junior prom. It must have been junior prom. So my high school... We took the PSAT every year for free because oh, all my high school PSAT. cared about was test scores. That's like, what we America so... only cared about. God we were... bless America. No child left behind. You were supposed to pay for the PSAT if you took it on your own, but because I took it through my high school, I didn't have to pay for it. So I took the SAT without studying. I got a 1300 and that was all I needed to get into the Cal State that I went to. So, like, my whole life was, like, I had planned out, and I shouldn't have. I, like, I'm going back to school. So, obviously, like, if you don't know what you want to do, like, take your time and figure it out. Yeah, hey, that's okay. Yeah, because I have a degree, and I'm going back for a second BA because it's not what I wanted to do. I have a um, degree, and I do magic for a living. <laughs> I have a degree, and I don't do anything. <laughs> I so, literally yeah. lie to children and do magic. Like I have <laughs> friends. I mean, I have since friends. When does your degree have to dictate what you do? Forever. I have yeah, friends I love my that life. went to college happy. for six years because they kept changing their major because they didn't know what they wanted to do. Like that's that's the thing. I feel like as millennials, we live in a generation where we're like we were supposed to know what we were gonna do by the time we got into college, and there was a lot of expectations set for us. You shouldn't meet those expectations set for you. At 25, you don't have to know what you want to do for the rest of your life, and that's okay. I would like to be happy and someday own a dog. <laughs> exactly. I, want a cat. Uh, I could get down with a cat. All right. Sure. So I would like a pet. My next note is Mom had cancer. That's okay. She'll be fine. Just ask Kelly. <laughs> Because Don't even worry about so it. Spencer's mom is going to be fine. <laughs> My mom's done it twice. Spencer's mom's going to be fine. I realize now as a grown-up that that's not how cancer works, but my mom had cancer twice. I was really little. I, If my timelines add up, I, I don't think I was even in elementary school. Like I don't think I had even gotten to kindergarten when mom had it like the second time. So like I was very little, and my understanding of cancer was... Mom doesn't feel very good. She wears a wig, and sometimes my aunts come down and bring us donuts to clean our house. That was my understanding of cancer. Like, it wasn't a big deal. I realize now that it is. Like, it's a horrible disease, whatever. Little Kelly didn't understand that. Steph comes in, she's crying, and I'm, I'm an empathetic person, so I go over and I say, tell me what's wrong. And she does, and I, I just remember laughing and being like, that's the stupidest thing to be upset about. My mom's done that. Your mom's gonna be fine, which thankful. Also, FYI, her mother like, is fine. Her mom is fine. I just hung out with her like three days ago. Yeah. Hung out with her Friday night. Oh my god, Kelly was out there with two babies, and I'm very <laughs> jealous. Two and a half babies. One of them's a toddler, so I have two babies and a toddler back home. They're so good. Long live the babies and the toddlers. Long live the babies and toddlers. Oh. The toddles. Um, Did I tell you about? Baby Timmy trying to throw water on us. No. This doesn't have to be on the podcast if people don't want to care, but if they want to listen, I don't care. He was, we were playing out in the little, like, plastic pool they had, and he had a Frisbee, and he kept, like, filling it up with water and, like, throwing it on us, but instead of, like, throwing the water at us, he would, like, throw it towards himself and flip the Frisbee all the way over, so it would be, like, all the water on him and, like, a couple of splashes on you. But he'd be so proud of himself. He'd be like, ha, 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 I got you guys so wet. And it's like, you got me, like, you, like, splashed me with water. You <laughs> poured water down your front. Like, oh, dude, you didn't do it quite right to me, but you tried, and that's what matters. <laughs> so they're not having a test. Uh, mom's secret is breast cancer, and we talked about how. Cancer is not a big deal. It's fine. I also did make a note that like they, the Hastings family has the worst family dynamic on the planet. 
For sure. Because mom mentions, like, imperfections are not a thing. Yeah, we don't do that here. Um, but also mom approves of Alex. So yeah. that's awesome. I also wrote, oh my god, who sends faxes, lol. Also, yes, good, bad idea, do not date. So that's Byron and Ashley. Like, when they, when they have that moment yeah. where they're like, oh, I'm busy on Saturday. I can't go out on that date. Never mind. Like... They realized this was a dumb idea. Why would we even think this was okay? Oh, shit. Um, I love that Arya has accepted a date with Nolcon. Yeah! My was in all caps, and it just has a bunch of, like, less than But I was also glad that she said Friday night she's going to be having dinner with yeah. her mom. Yeah! Despite she how much I was, like, and he was I'm so glad you stood up to mom. She's, so like, freezing her mom out. I'm glad yeah. she's, like, mom, like, we all also, have to yeah, try. Alex and Spencer make out, so that's good. Oh, I think Alex is one of the best boys. Oh, they made out a lot this episode. Um, also, my next note is Lucas and Hannah. Yeah, um, oh my god, Hannah calls him his friend. But also, Lucas, oh. like, was gonna tell Hannah that he likes her. And Hannah's like, that's what friends are for. And Lucas is like, Hannah... But, like, quietly enough that she can't hear him and she walks away. Yeah. Ugh. But he has nutty shoes. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the exact same pair of sneakers that Emily was wearing as well. Yeah, they just put right? them on his feet. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they're the they're they just Like, let's just dirty up one pair of white sneakers. Either that or they dipped their sneakers in the exact same, like, mud patch or something. Yeah. Um, and then we get the A scene at the end. Do you think so I we can get, find out how big their feet are? I'm going to look it up. Hold maybe. On. Friends. So we get Lucas's muddy shoes, and then we get the A scene where we get a video of Allie saying, I know you want to kiss me, and then A is putting it on a flash drive that goes to the Rosedale, or what is it? Rose I like Rose how the return address was A, it's, and then they wrote It's Riverdale because Riverdale is the TV show and Rosewood because I've had some wine and all of the things are blending together. But yeah, that's okay. the end of the episode. Is yeah, there's nothing else. Lucas's Boop, muddy skidoo. shoes. There was episode 10. And then Boop, Allie skidoo. saying, that I know you want to kiss 10. me and sending in a Anonymous. Ah, oh, I forgot about the anonymous note. It was very funny. Yeah, I, I wrote a video of Ali saying, I know you want to kiss me, going to the police, question mark, all turning, uh, also turning the A into anonymous. How clever. And that's my last two notes for the episode. I have a note. I don't know where this is from, but it just says, they studied and I annoyed them. Oh, Hannah. <laughs> she says, she says, we studied last night to Emily. And then she's like, they studied, I annoyed them. Hannah is me. Same, though. We're uh, the same person, so <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Alright, so Emily, or not Emily, Addie's thoughts from this week that I've written down are written. Hannah takes uh, is taking Allie's place so she can know things about everyone, but she's just fun, not calculating. Uh, Addie thinks that A is Wilden, no. and also maybe Alex is A. Oh my god, neither of those last two! <laughs> so For the record, those last two are entertaining, but in all honesty, my, like, same as last or last episode. My predictions have not grown she's too much. She's solidly convinced that Mona is A. I am solidly... Okay, S someone had to be in the library today bothering them as A. Like, and it just lines up. Mona, Mona was there. And it's also like, Mona was treated like crap by the girls. So we're solidly convinced, as far as Addie's concerned, that Mona is A. I'd say for the past Everything few weeks, I... like, LOL, JK. For the past few weeks, I've been doubling down on Mona, but this week I'll triple down. Oh, damn! Triple down on that bitch. Monet. But, no, really. Uh, it's just, like, a lot of plot is going on right now. Like, filler plot is going on right now, so I don't know. We're getting a lot of backstory on things. Yeah, We're so that's why I'm not quite... Like, I don't have any new predictions. 
still think Byron sucks, though, but that's not uh, a prediction. That's a hard fact. <laughs> Alright, well. Next week, we're watching season one, episode ten. Keep your friends close. Does that Can you strike up? Closer? Does that strike up any predictions in your head? Well, I'm gonna go with, with everything falling down between Wilden and the girls, and then they're gonna wanna. The friends are gonna wanna stay close. Maybe Toby will come back in exchange for Mona. <laughs> oh, Toby. I still don't think... Oh, I was still running. I don't think Toby's dead. So you don't think Toby's dead? Well, we said sort that we saw him at a gas yeah. station. I know, but that's been, a, that's been that's, an ongoing that's also, one that I don't think someone Toby's else's, dead. Like, that's also someone else's vision. That's my pe- That's been going on since last episode. So Toby's not dead and Mona is air. You're like consistent predictions. all the secrets we can share today for all of our updates or if you just want to say hi you can follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at apll podcast or you can send us an email at a pretty little liars podcast at gmail.com listen to us on podbean itunes google play and spotify we'd like to extend our thanks to tim buell for the marvelous music and a thank you to ann allen for the amazing artwork and an extra special thank you to you for listening until, until next time, time bitches, bitches.